Hello, and welcome to another episode of Outsmart Charles, the Tournament of Champions edition. Let's meet our three contestants. The holder of the record for most points in a single round of Outsmart Charles, Zach. Two-time champion and one-time Outsmarter, currently being held hostage in Stefan's basement, Jason. And a champion on both season one and season two, Tony. Let's take a look at tonight's categories. Three people who've never been in my kitchen, Africa. I didn't die on the Oregon Trail. Unpack your adjectives. It's in the Bible. Chemistry. You may contribute a verse. Demography and, uh, oh, that's different. Dead black guys. <laughs> Okay, Tony, you had the high roll in the icosahedron. Um, uh, it's in the Bible? I don't remember icosahedrons in the Bible. Yeah, I didn't want to say the last one. This man walked on water and denied Jesus three times during the Passion. Uh, uh, shoot. Paul? I'm sorry, that's incorrect. Zach? Uh, Peter. That's correct. The phrase, to everything there is a season and a time for every purpose under heaven, is from this book of the Bible. Nope, don't know. Zach? Uh, pass. Jason? Revelations? I'm sorry. Also, Revelations is not a book. The name of the book is Revelation. Uh, the book of the Bible is Ecclesiastes. And can anybody tell me who wrote the song based on that scripture? Uh, Bob Dylan, I believe. No, it was Pete Seeger. Pete Seeger wrote Turn, Turn, Turn. Oh, yeah. Don't worry, no negative points for that one. The basis for kosher practices comes from the delineation of clean and unclean found in this third book of Moses. Oof. Um, I don't know, Leviticus? That's correct. Hell yeah. Zach, where do you want to go? Uh, I'll take dead black guys. This radical civil rights advocate associated with the Nation of Islam was assassinated in 1965. Uh, Malcolm X. That's correct. In retiring from public life, this first black South African president said, Don't call me, I'll call you. Nelson Mandela. That's correct. This botanist developed hundreds of new uses for peanuts, pecans, and soybeans. Uh, Booker T. Washington. That's correct. What? Wait, no, it is not correct. Uh, Jason for the steal. George Washington Carver? Yes, I know that those two people get mixed up sometimes. It's George Washington Carver. Racist. I even mixed them up. <laughs> Okay, and Jason, the action is on you. All right. And you have to get some questions right or Stefan will not let you out of his basement. Yeah, which is terrifying because they didn't have a basement when I got here. I didn't think they did. Um, let's go with chemistry. This is the first element of the periodic table. 
hydrogen. That's correct. On this scale, pure hydrochloric acid has a value of zero, and pure sodium hydroxide has a value of 14. pH scale. That's correct. This branch of chemistry calculates compositions and reactions based on the law of conservation of matter. Combustion? I don't believe we can accept that. Uh, uh, Tony? Yes. Zach? Uh, pass. Okay, nobody could come up with stoichiometry. Remember when you had to do those tables? The, the fence diagram and calculating and the simplifying. Anyone? Anyone? What? <laughs> See, it's on Tony. Where do you want to go next? Uh, you have 14. Zach has 19. Jason has 28. That George Washington Carver, Booker T. Washington question turned out to be pivotal. Let's go Tony. for the Oregon Trail one. I didn't die on the Oregon Trail. This female aviator didn't die on the Oregon Trail, but was lost in during a 1937 round-the-world flight attempt. Amelia Earhart? That's correct. This group of settlers perished in 1847 in the Sierra Nevada along the California Trail. The Dahmer Party? That's correct. Ah, good. As you'd expect in a category with this title, a question about dysentery. <laughs> this English king who signed the Magna Carta was ultimately done in by dysentery. I'm gonna have to pass on that one. Zach? John the first? Yes, John of England. There thus far has only been one King John. Many King Henrys or King Edwards, only one King John. And Zach, I believe you have the board. And the lead. All right, I'll take Africa. Ramsey's the first, Ramsey's the second, and Tutankhamun all were pharaohs of this country. Uh, Egypt. That's correct. Abuja is the capital of this most populous African country. Jason. Nigeria? That's correct. After the Nile, this is the longest river in Africa. Oh. Pass. Jason. Um, I think after denial, it's anger. Mm. Sadness. No, this is, this is at not. Some point. You forgot bargaining, bargaining. Uh, but no, uh, this is this is uh, th this is a river. This is not a. Uh, this is not uh, stages of grief. Oh, I know better than the bargain with Charles. Uh, Tommy, that's a big pass on my end. Okay, nobody could come up with the Congo. Uh, of course. No, I haven't seen that since it was in theaters. 
Oh, uh, isn't uh, didn't at one time they name all the boats on the on the Disney Jungle Cruise after rivers in Africa? Like there's the Orinoco, the Zambezi, and uh, Jason, it's your board. Uh, let's go with unpacking your adjectives. The adjective celestial pertains to the uh, godly, angelic, heavenly. We will. It took him. It took him till the third word, but we will accept the heavens or the skies. The adjective parochial means pertaining to this division. Uh, church. Mm, be more specific. Um, private church schools. Uh, not exactly what we were looking for. In the past, Zach. Uh, church ministry? Not really. The uh, word parochial means of or pertaining to a parish. A parochial school is a school that serves students of a particular parish of a Catholic or Episcopal church. This is the English translation of the man to whom the adjective Carolingian refers. Uh, Jesus? <laughs> Say, was it Jesus? This is I... not that time. Uh, pass. Zach? Uh, pass. The adjective Carolingian is the adjective form of pertaining to somebody named Charles. It is most commonly uh, referred to as the Frankish king Charles the Great, or in French, Charlemagne. Come on, people don't know this? How did we miss Go this? Go on outsmart Charles and you don't research uh, and you don't research words pertaining to Charles? I'm ashamed. <laughs> I am downright ashamed. On that note, I think it's time to uh, pause for uh, station identification and to pay our internet bill. Don't leave now. There's more show coming up. Help us grow the show by subscribing to Outsmart Charles on YouTube. Welcome back to Outsmart Charles. We've reached the point where remaining categories will have double points. Oh, Let's snap. take a look at the scores. Jason, with 40, has a slight lead over Zach with 38, and Tony bringing up the rear with 29. Tony, where do you want to go? Hey, people have never been in my kitchen. This actor, who played Sam Malone on Cheers and D.B. Russell on CSI, has never been in my kitchen. Pass. Ted Danson? Ted Danson. Mm. Okay, here's another one. I'm pretty sure this founder of the NAACP who wrote The Souls of Black Folk has never been in my kitchen. Uh, pass. Jason? Pass. Zach? 
Booker T. Washington? No, that it was a fairly logical guess, but uh, actually, no. This this fellow actually quarreled with Booker T. Washington. W.E.B. Dubois. Oh, of course. This queen of Spain, who financed Columbus's expeditions, died about 400 years before the building of my kitchen. Uh, queen Elizabeth. No. No. Oh God, no. <laughs> Jason. Um, probably not the Nina or the Penta, but maybe the Santa Mar- Queen Santa Maria. No, Zach, you want to steal this one? Uh, Queen Isabella. Queen Isabella the First of Spain. Oh, that's like Elizabeth. Yeah, I know. It was in my head. It was Isabella, and then I said Elizabeth. Queen, <laughs> Queen Isabella is about a uh, hundred years before Queen Elizabeth. Couldn't you name any of the boats after Queen Isabella? That would have made this a lot easier for us. Jason, you, you. Uh... You lost the lead to Zach on that question, and of course we know that if you don't win this, you, you you're stuck in 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 Stefan's basement for eternity. So, do you want to go to, to demography, or you may contribute a verse? Oh God, um, let's do demography. Ethnicity, household income, and number of bathtubs are all statistics tracked by this agency's American Community Survey. What's the uh, the Census Bureau? That's correct. The United States Census Bureau. To the nearest billion, the population of the world in 1700. 1 billion. Incorrect. Zach? Uh, that's a pass. Really? Tony? 2 billion. 2 billion. I would have thought that the logical thing to have guessed would have been two after one was incorrect. Following World War II, there was extensive migration to this region that includes California, Arizona, Texas, and Florida. The American Southwest. We're looking for a different word. Florida is not in the Southwest. Oh, uh, the South. But it's, it's not, not my the word I was anymore. looking for, Zach. This is a uh, fairly common word used to refer to 20th century American demography. Tony. Uh, pass. Hey, nobody could think of the Sunbelt region. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Zach, the last category is yours. You enter the last category with a 10-point lead. All you got to do is make sure nobody steals these, and you got this. The category is, you may contribute a verse. The quote, the powerful play goes on, and you may contribute a verse, isn't by Robin Williams, but by this dead poet. Pass. Tony. Yes. Jason. Emerson. Yeah, you're on the right track. It was Walt Whitman. From Breaking Bad? <laughs> no, the poet. The dead poet. Mm. The one who wrote, Always Our Old Foliage. 
This female poet lived in Amherst, Massachusetts, and didn't get out much. Most of her poems weren't discovered until years after her death. Emily Dickinson. Emily Dickinson is correct. A standard sonnet consists of this many I ams. Oh. Pass. Tony. Mm, five. That's incorrect. Jason. Sixty. You're 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 the closest, but uh, I'm sorry. The answer is seventy. Can anybody mm. tell me how many lines are in a sonnet? Uh, at that point, I'm gonna guess thirteen. Come on, people! You should know this. You're smart enough to be in the tournament of champions. You should know how many lines are in the sonnets. Oh, no one reads Shakespeare's sonnets. <laughs> when in disgrace with fortune and men's eyes, indeed. Jason, what's that from? Like I said, nobody reads Shakespeare's sonnets. <laughs> Okay, so anyway, uh, at the end of that category, uh, Tony, you have 47. That puts you in last. Uh, Mm. Jason, 55. Not good enough to get out of the basement. And Zach will be advancing to face me in the final round with 87. All right. Outsmart Charles is made possible by viewers like you. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and... Share our link to help grow our channel. If you want to further support the show or have access to bonus content, subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash outsmartcharles. Because I could not stop for death, he kindly stop for me. Think you can outsmart me? I don't think so. But if you want to try, go to bit.ly slash outsmartcharles and fill out our contestant submission form. We're always looking for new challenges. Welcome back to Outsmart Charles. Uh, Zach Whitlow has uh, beaten two former champions to advance to the final round. John, can you show us what today's categories are? American Geography, Southern California Historic Landmarks, British Monarchy, Dead White Guys, I knew it! I knew it! He brought it back! He brought it back! Mostly out of laziness, because I already wrote it. Alright, Zach, where shall we go first? Uh, let's do shipwrecks. When I say shipwreck, you say this. Need I say more? Okay. This unsinkable ocean liner did the unthinkable on April 15th, 1912. Uh, Titanic. That is correct. The legend lives on from the Chippewa on down of the big lake they call Gitchigumi. The lake, it is said, never gives up her dead when the skies of November turn gloomy. That'd be the Edmund Fitzgerald. I knew that this was good. That one was going to be on there. <laughs> you know what? I'm in trouble. I basically you know, know not two shipwrecks in there: the Titanic and the Edmund Fitzgerald. You know what it's not on is a three-disc uh, Essentials uh, Gordon Lightfoot collection. Got like 36 songs. Yeah, it's crazy. What? Like I, I came across this this CD set that my dad had. It was a three CD set of Gordon Lightfoot songs, and no record of the Edmund Fitzgerald. 
This British ocean liner sunk by a German U-boat on May 7, 1915 was a major factor in the U.S. entering World War II. Uh, that would be the RMS Lusitania. That is correct. Might as well give him the hat now. Attempts to salvage this Danish cruise ship that sunk uh, that struck a rock in 2000 have been unsuccessful due to looting and damage during the Solomon Islands Civil War. Um. Pass. All right, Charles, your chance to steal here. I don't know. Is it the Costa Concordia, or is that the one that, that tipped over sideways? I believe that's the tipped over sideways one. This is the MS World Discoverer. Oh, okay, yeah. The Hastings Adobe, located in Santa Barbara, California, was built in 1854 by Captain Horatio Gates Trussell from the wreckage of this ship. Do you have any guesses you want to uh, throw out since there's no negative points for wrong answers in this round? The, um... I don't know. The Concordia. <laughs> no, not the Concordia. Charles? Uh, the Hastings! No, not the Hastings. This was the SS Winfield Scott. I... Yeah. My guesses were the Hastings and that one that Richard Henry Dana was on. Those were my guesses. Charles. Let's go Southern California Historic Landmarks. Let's see what you're going to try and do to stump me. Now, this is a difficult one because when I was researching it, there was lists of Southern California Historic Landmarks, but they kept being in, like, Northern California. So. <laughs> yeah, the books that you would research it are right over there on our architecture wall. Yes, we have an architecture wall of books. It's a giant wall. My wall Mostly is also made by architects. This landmark was the inspiration for Kane's Xanadu, a with 1,000 trees and 20,000 tons of marble. Hearst Castle. Hearst Castle is correct. This Xanadu is a, this is a, did Kublai Khan a stately pleasure dome decree. This might be a bad choice to go against Whitlow on, because this is something he might be able to steal. Hmm, you think? <laughs> Many SoCal fourth graders made a model of this Orange County building known for its swallows and their celebrated annual return. Mission San Juan Capistrano. This is correct. This first three-story hotel in Los Angeles was built by the last, Amer the last Mexican governor of Alta, California. That's the uh, Pico uh, Hotel, Pico House. Pico House, Pico on, Hotel, uh, is correct. Uh, on the old plaza at the south end of Alvera Street. You ever been there, Zach? Yes, I have. You ever worked at the uh, P.O. Pico Mansion, Zach? Yes, I have. <laughs> Volunteered, but still. This was the first brick building in San Diego County, and for 20 years served as meeting house for the county court. Ooh, now it is getting difficult. I should have specified, maybe next time I'll, I'll change this category some. Ooh, which is it? God, is it, oh, uh, what is it called? Zach will get this one if I if I miss it. Is it the Fremont House? I'm sorry, that's incorrect, Zach. It's the Whaley House. It is the Whaley House, Zach. 
I actually proposed to Teresa in the backyard of the Whaley House. Southern Sorry California Historic Landmarks, a category made more for Zach Whitlow than for me. This adobe built in 1854 by Captain Horatio Gates Trussell from the wreckage of the SS Winfield Scott was given to the Santa Barbara Historical Society in 1935. And let's see how good your memory is. Hastings adobe. It is the Hastings adobe. That's not fair. It's whoever got to that one first. By the way, had you picked this category first before the other one, you probably would have had a better shot at guessing the SS Winfield Scott. <laughs> All right, Zach. It's a close game. 50 to 55. Still British monarchy. British monarchy. That dead white guy's category will remain for now. The Netflix series The Crown centers around the reign of this British monarch. Queen Elizabeth II. That is correct. As far as I know, I mean, I'm only watching season one so far. This monarch said to the American colonies, I will send a fully armed battalion to remind you of my love. Da, 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 da. King George III. Da, 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 that is King George III. Once again, the, one of the main tent poles of this show, a Hamilton reference. She was the first British monarch after the union of the kingdoms of England and Scotland in 1707. Uh, I believe it was Queen Anne. Queen Anne, correct. This British monarch ruled at the time Jesse Owens won four gold medals in Nazi Germany. I believe it was King George the Sixth. Sorry, incorrect. Charles. Ah, okay. Okay. Is it George the Fifth then? Sorry, incorrect. That then it's during... Edward the Eighth. Yes. He, he was oh. one year before abdicating, and this is when he was. Yep. Just had a little window in there. I mean, I, I, I just, I remembered that 36 or 37 was the year they, that time named Wallace Simpson a uh, woman of the year for, you know, uh, gishmorgating uh, Edward and therefore causing him to abdicate. I mean, and, and you know, to be fair, 1936 had three kings, so. I yes. Mean... <laughs> I, I had to get very specific on it. I was, I, I wrote the question backwards. I knew the answer I wanted was uh, Edward VIII and had to figure out, okay, what happened specifically during his rule? And unfortunately, you know, one of the other things about Edward VIII, generally believed to be a Nazi sympathizer. Ooh, so he probably wouldn't have liked that Jesse Owens won that. You know what they had? To, they had to ship him off to the Bahamas okay. during World War II. The Nazi they, sympathizer they... didn't come up during the first season of The Crown, but I'll see maybe in that season two. Why would it come up? Well, oof. oh yeah, right, of course, because Edward VIII was still alive uh, when <laughs> when Queen Elizabeth came to power. Because he outlived yeah, no spoilers, George's... man. He hasn't died yet. I only watched the first season. <laughs> Spoilers. I mean, you can. I mean, I, I feel like it's 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 been late enough that we know that Edward VIII has been dead for. La, 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 la. Known as the uncle of Europe, German, Russian, Norwegian, Spanish, Swedish, Greek, and Romanian royalty were all among his nieces and nephews. Edward the Seventh. That is correct. 
Yeah, Zach, you've seen the picture of George V, that's Edward VII's son, and Tsar Nicholas, that's Edward VII's nephew. Oh, yeah. oh absolutely, yeah. They're so inbred, they look like twins. All right, Charles. Let's see if you can clean this up. Let's go with American geography. Lin-Manuel Miranda made a- annual childhood visits to his grandparents in Vega Alta, a town on the northern coast of this island commonwealth. Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Aquidneck <laughs> Island has been known by this name since around 1644, though attempts have been made to revert the name. Oh, uh, isn't that the other name for Rhode Island? That is... Roughly equidistant between North America and Asia, this is the only island in the Hawaiian archipelago that is not part of the state of Hawaii. Midway. That is correct. This is the combined total population of the U.S. territories of Jarvis Island, Baker Island, Howland Island, and Johnston Atoll. I believe all of them are uninhabited and it's zero. Right on. Exactly zero. Okay. This is great. This is tied up. One question left. Means I have to get this one right, and it's going to be something really screwy. Or it's going to be really screwy, really in Whitlow's wheelhouse, or both. From 1974 until 1986, these five islands were grouped under the term United States Miscellaneous Pacific Islands. Oh, right. And that's why their postal abbreviation is MP. Is it the Northern Mariana Islands? Uh, I'm looking for the five individual island names. Of course you are. So I'm going to give you a little extra time for this. This is a tough one. I ain't going to get all five. Uh, Saipan is one. Yap. Guam is not one of them, I don't believe, because Guam is a separate territory. Uh, I have it's Saipan, Yap, and Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Uh, this is as far as I get. Zach, take it away. Um, I actually don't know. The islands that make up the United States Miscellaneous Pacific Islands during this time are Baker Island, Howland Island, Jarvis Island. Palmyra Atoll, and Kingman Reef. A few of those mentioned in the previous question there. Thankfully, yeah. Charles, uh, a uh, tide means you d- he did not outsmart you. Zach, you were one point away from outsmarting me. Just uh, just not quite there. Anyway, it's glad to ha- I'm glad you were back on the show. This is one of the most fun uh, final rounds I've had ever. And uh, join us next week for another episode of Outsmart Charles.